Hi, this is Lauren Engel of Sidewalk Talk. We do a lot of interviews with EDM artists, pop artists, rappers, and people in the industry, letting you know what they do behind the scenes. Also, make sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter through the handle Sidewalk Talk Show. Hope you guys enjoy. Hi, this is Lauren Engel of Sidewalk Talk. Today, I'm here with Denny White. Hello. <laughs> So you were born in, how do you say it, Hemet or? Hemet, yeah. Hemet in California. Is that south of here? Yeah, it's uh, 80 miles uh, east, actually. So your parents are from California as well? Or? Uh, yeah, born and raised. What do your parents do? Uh, my dad, he grew, he's like a, he's a salesman, actually, and my mom was just the mom. She just raised us and played piano and in church, and uh, yeah. Was church a really big like yeah that was, or, like musical yeah sense. I mean that was kind of the the start like every week you're playing uh, a couple times a week with just a handful of like different people every week so that's like definitely like where you kind of like crash like band mm. 101 you know especially a lot of the chops and depending on like who's leading or uh whatnot you know would so you, yeah, that was like a pretty like focal, focal thing. Would you say you got a lot of your creative side from your mom? Uh, oh yeah, for sure. My, my dad, the only thing he knows how to play is the radio. Uh, so it's definitely from my mom's side that we got the music gene. <laughs> yeah. Were they playing that kind of music around the house, like Christian music or? <clears throat> like that would have been lethal if I could <laughs> be, like watching. <laughs> uh, it was like, we listened to like oldies and Sinatra and a lot of like gospel music it was uh, definitely like a melting pot of like stuff we grew up listening to um, the older I got tried to like push like what we were allowed to and not I remember like I forget like which record but I remember taking like a sharpie thinking I could like fool him uh, like marking out the, the curse <laughs> words oh my god <laughs> yeah. oh, so ridiculous do you remember the first CDs that you bought? Uh, it's tough. I feel like this is kind of a guilty pleasure, but I feel like Maroon 5, mm. songs about Jane, for some reason I can like see that cover in my, in my mind, like being one of the first. <laughs> How would you describe yourself back then growing up? Uh, kind of like introverted, extrovert, I don't know, like not bipolar, but I, I would like, we were homeschooled, so we were like very independent, and then I went to public high school, so it's like you're kind of like thrown into kind of the wild west of like being like just like with your brothers and sisters all the time to now you're like with a couple thousand kids, you know, mm. so yeah, kind of funny, kind of class clown, I'm the oldest of five, Whoa. so uh, yeah. A lot of responsibility, did you feel? Totally. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, blew that more than enough times. I mean, <laughs> my brother has scars and was beaten up. Oh, wow. <laughs> we had a tree house. And uh, I think I was like seven. And I had this like hatchet and I was like chopping on something. And the, the blade flew off actually and hit his head. Oh, no. And I was like, don't tell mom as like blood's like coming out and 31 stitches later obviously like it was uh ouch so yeah <laughs> definitely uh they they learned the hard way for sure and i and i did 
Did you like school? Uh, school's always easy. Yeah, school's easy. Uh, I didn't like not like it, but I was always kind of ready. I'm like, oh, like, what happens like when you're done with school? Like, I want to be like, uh, like grown up now, you know. Mm -hmm. So it was always kind of like skating through. Um, what were your favorite subjects? Uh, I feel like history, history and art. I'm uh, it was always a struggle. My brother got the math gene. And uh, I like scraped by with math. I sucked at math. <laughs> Still to this day. <laughs> and then when did you actually start like writing songs? I uh, started writing songs in high school. Like piecing together like, I didn't really know it was like you were like writing but uh, yeah that's like when I first like started like doing like the bands and um, but it was funny I was terrible with lyrics. There's like, we would have shows and I didn't have lyrics written. Uh, so like, side story, like I was in jazz band also in high school. So I was like very comfortable just like kind of improving. So we would have like shows, but the lyrics would change for every show. Cause I never like wrote lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> oh my so uh, yeah, so it, it took a while to like actually like figure out the writing. Like, oh, you have to like commit to some words, you know? And I think uh, uh, my buddy Ryan, who I was in a band with a couple times, he was like, what is that song called? Like, what are you saying? <laughs> and I was like, I, I don't know. <laughs> Did so, you like being in bands? Uh, yeah, it was fun. I mean, it's like, that's kind of how you like get into it. Like, I didn't know, like being a solo artist or self-producing your music, like that wasn't really a thing unless like you were kind of like primed for that or it was kind of like mystical people were solo artists like Madonna or Michael Jackson mm. or it wasn't like oh I'm 13 like I want to be a solo artist you know um maybe but that just like wasn't what I was like around you know mm -hmm. and then after high school what happened after high school so I moved to Costa Mesa it's uh in Orange County and I went to school there for a year. Uh, yeah, moved out like a week before I turned 18 and it's like, see you later. <laughs> yeah. And then what did you study? I was, uh, I was actually studying jazz that first oh. year, yeah. So you um, kind of always knew that you were gonna be a musician. Kind of, it was, I think I was like a double major. It was like communications, which is like a joke. No, like offensive. <laughs> That was your major. I feel I like comm was like the easiest like major. It was like, oh, cool. Like it was that and music. Uh, but I realized like early on, it was like for music, I was like, there's, I would be a terrible like high school like band director. Actually, I'd probably actually be a really good band director. That'd be like really fun. Thinking back. But, yeah. Uh, but would it like want to. Uh, going to school for music like back then it was like you were going to be like a piano teacher or mm. uh, ele an elementary like teacher or something you know um, so or I was like I don't really want to do that so I dropped out what did your parents think of you studying jazz uh, they, they were supportive of it I think they're just like happy that I was like going to school and uh pursuing like academic like 
I was doing it, you know, and I told them I was like dropping out to move to LA. They were a little worried. Like, what? You know. Were you ever afraid of being locked in? Uh, to like school and stuff? Into doing music, like you couldn't really get any other? Uh, not really. I feel like I've kind of like always like fallen into it. Mm. Um, I like this side of the street. Yeah. It's like the shade. Yeah, the shade. I already took off my sunglasses. I know. <laughs> You're like so composed. It's like a million degrees. I'm like, it's so hot. You have no idea. <clears throat> um, no, I, I, I never felt like too like trapped to it. It kind of uh, became like what I did. Um, did you kind of know that you would like make it and like earn off it financially? Uh, not really. In college, even in high school, I would, like, play, like, casual gigs, um, like, at restaurants and weddings, and it, to me, it was, like, free money, because, like, mm -hmm. the thought of, like, playing music, like, for getting a few hundred bucks to play for an hour or two. Amazing. I was like, this is, like, free money, like, I could, like, play. So it wasn't until probably, like, early 20s. I was like, oh, this was like my job. Like my last job was at Home Depot. I was, uh, I worked in the lumber department and that was like 10 years ago. Uh, oh, so when you moved to LA, you're already earning money off? Just doing music. Oh, yeah. that's cool. Yeah, so my bread and butter was playing uh, gigs and um, like random stuff from like uh, baby showers to weddings to the amount of like blackmail that's like out there. like. If I ever like pop off, pop off, it's gonna be embarrassing. I'm gonna be like paying people like take down like me singing like train songs. It shows the whole progression, I yeah. feel like. <laughs> were you also at that time when you were doing these gigs putting out original music? Uh I was. Yeah, I was like slowly getting into it. Uh I was like working with other producers and kinda like doing it on my own. Um, but I was writing more like pop leaning songs but then working with like more like band producer type people so it didn't like sound right it was like kind of just like confused but then I was kind of still like on my like jazzy kick mm. so it's like way too many things happening how do you say you got your original music out there initially and how did people find you I did it on I released everything on TuneCore like by myself um yeah I don't were, even know how they found it. Were blogs like p picking it up? Uh, yeah, in Orange County, there's like a small circle of people kind of like doing it. I remember uh, the guys from Young the Giant, they were called the Jakes. And um, even like Detroit Bar was kind of like the hub where everybody like played. And uh, that was kind of like a, the Orange County like scene, mm -hmm. you know. So everyone like did the residency at Detroit Bar and... I think it was a place called like Evocal, like across the street. It was like a kind of like art gallery where they would like have like local shows. So you kind of just like did that circuit and put out music. And uh, yeah, thinking back, I don't even know. Like, how did people like hear about it? <laughs> <laughs> how did you get to work with Tiesto? Uh, that was random. I had a, I had a song um, that was just like a, pia a piano guitar like demo. And uh, my manager at the time sent it to uh, his team and then forgot about it. And then it was like, it happened really fast. And then two months later, it was like, hey, like, they produced, like, this, like, track around it. 
I'm like, what? Uh, so I've, I have actually never met Tiesto Hawkins. <laughs> How did you even think of sending it to him, like out of everyone else? I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't even know if I knew who Tiesto was until like I got that. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like kind of like new to the, uh, that whole genre. Like I didn't really yeah. like, grow up listening to like dance music. So, uh, yeah, super random. How about with Julia Michaels? Uh, so Julia, she's on Warner Chapel. Um, we have the same publisher and we actually worked on a song called the, uh, song called Corners by The Fray. And, uh, but th that song was kind of like Frankenstein. So like me and her have actually, I never worked in the room together, oh. but we both like wrote, uh, what became like this one song. Uh, so Joe, uh, who's a guitar player for The Fray, he was the one who kind of like pieced it together. Um... But yeah, I would love to work with Julia. She's like, she's a, incredible. I'm, yeah. like, I'm like a fan of Julia. I'm like, <laughs> it's like weird to say like, oh, we wrote on a song together, but it wasn't in the same room. You know? <laughs> I'm such like a byproduct of technology <laughs> in the 21st century. Oh like, it's like insane. You know? Was it <clears throat> difficult transitioning from like doing your own gigs to like knowing how to be in a session and like work with people? Like, was that difficult for you? Uh, like, not really. Work? Uh, I mean... Yeah, I think getting, like, comfortable with just, like, being vulnerable and kind of, like, word vomiting and singing, like, gibberish melodies, like, with complete strangers, some who you think are, like, really cool, you know? It's like, yeah. hey, what do you think of this idea? You know, without feeling, like, completely stupid, but... Was it difficult being, like, vulnerable and, like, sharing your lyrics oh, totally. or, like, what you're going through? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um kind of depends on who you're working with some people are like uh they just like kind of bring that out in you where it's like really easy and other people you're like just counting down the hours where you're like I can get out of here you know uh so it kind of depends like sometimes it's easy but other times it's not you know how did your deal come about so I per I released an EP like five years ago um, that I did with uh, this guy Brent Kutzel, who's really dope. And I was working, it, I met these like managers in New York. They heard it. And then we started like working together. They were setting up sessions out here in LA while they're in New York. And then they sent, I think they sent the EP to Gina Tucci, who's at Big Beat now. Mm. Um, and yeah, she signed me. So they flew me out to New York a couple times. And, it was like kind of random that it all like connected via New York and I was like Southern California. Like yeah. <laughs> when did you form your duo? My duo, Golden Coast. I think that was formed, I want to say like five years ago, four or five years ago. I went to college with Steve, Steve Mudd, who I do it with. So that was like 2007. Um, it's been a long time. <laughs> you I was actually that. with him today. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. Are you still doing it? Or? Uh, yeah, still doing it. Yeah. How do you think of what's like a Golden Coast song and what is like your own song? Uh, that's tough. I think the easiest way is like any song like me and Steve write together is a Golden Coast song. Mm -hmm. I tend to, if I'm like writing by myself, it's like a Denny song. So it's like pretty easy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, sometimes I'll write something that's like, Maybe like more 
electronic leaning. I'm like, oh, this could be cool for uh, Golden Coast, you know. What about Steve's personality that you want to form a duo with him? Uh, he's just a fun dude. He's like sarcastic and dry and I mean we've like known each other so long we're like brothers at this point <laughs> uh so yeah yeah just like a fun it, we were like friends so it's kind of how it started and um I remember the first batch of tunes he had like these tracks and the songs weren't really written yet and that's it was kind of around the some of them were actually written but it was around the time I was like starting to get into like the songwriter circuit and top lining which means like writing like lyrics and melody to a track so I was like hey can you help me like finish these um, and that was like break my fall and uh, I'm trying to think of some of those other first like tunes um, so yeah that's kind of how that started what were the ins what's the inspiration for that project uh, I feel like a lot of it was like kind of like synthy like 80s like ish type stuff uh, Steve was working at a place called Mophonics in Venice at the time and he had like a Juno and uh, all these like dope keyboards and it was like right by the beach so it was like kind of uh, it lended itself to kind of just like that vibe was already happening. Uh, Mark Foster, uh, the singer for Foster the People, he actually had Steve's job. Uh, Steve took over for Mark. Oh, wow. So it's like, I remember hearing the early versions of Foster the People of, uh, like, uh, Pumped Up Kicks and Hell in a Beat and Call oh. It What You Want, all of those, like, songs before they were, like, out. So I feel like in some way we were, like, hearing, like, what Mark was doing and inspired by that. Like, oh, this is sick. <laughs> and obviously the rest is, like, history now. Is it difficult <clears throat> juggling time between all these projects? Uh, it is, Yeah. It's uh, it's crazy. There's like the songwriter side and producing for other people and my thing and Golden Coast. I used to be able to like I can do it all, you know. Uh, and now it's kind of like all right, like just try to be present, like when I'm working on that. But I have become more selfish with my own thing the last like couple of years, because mm. um, I realize how easy it is to just do like too much, you know. What clicked to you that you wanted to like write and produce for other people? Uh, I kind of fell into that. Uh, I just thought it was like so cool you could like write a song and then not be invested in it mm. in a way that's like, oh, your own song. It's like, we could write a song together and then you go release it and promote it and do cool like YouTube walks, <laughs> you know? Uh, practice with your band you know and it's like oh the writer like uh it's cool being a part of a song and then it's like oh it, like does its thing you know mm -hmm. um so yeah that kind of lured me like oh wow you can do something and every day is different so with writers like there's so many people in LA uh it's you can write every day if you want it's yeah like insane. how would you say your music has changed since the early songs you wrote uh They've gotten more simple for sure. Mm. I've like figured out like how to write a song like under like three minutes and just try to like say something in a simple way. Mm. Yeah. How about the style itself? Uh, the style, I feel like it's gotten more. It's gotten more like 
simple, more pop-leaning. Uh, just I think as a result of like having a laptop and getting into like producing, and uh, it lends itself to that type of music. And now it's like you try to like make stuff sound really organic with just like being a person with a laptop. You know, <laughs> it's like kind of like backwards now. <laughs> How can I make this sound real? <laughs> How would you say you've grown as a person since you were younger? Uh, man, that's a good question. Um, I don't know. <laughs> that's like a loaded question. I, I would like to think I'm more like patient now. Um, I'm not as like, mm. I mean, but it's catch 22 because sometimes I'm like not at all, especially like living in LA, <laughs> coming over here. I'm like, it's testing like, uh, yeah, I feel like just like become more like trusting with the process and not a, uh, realize like you can't control the outcome of certain things. And I feel like when you first like moved to LA, you're like, oh, like I'm gonna meet these people and do this, and everything's gonna like gonna work out, you mm -hmm. know? It's like I've learned that uh, you can't control the outcome and you can only control like what you're doing, you know? So. I think I've gotten more focused like each year. Uh, yeah, I don't know if that answered the question. Mm -hmm, yeah. <laughs> what would you say have been your biggest challenges so far? Could be personal life or music? Yeah, I feel like from the last question, like being patient with trusting the process, like it's really tough. Because um, you, you kind of want, uh, you expect like oh, I'm gonna come to LA and it's like Beyonce world tour, you know, mm -hmm. uh, like it's gonna happen really fast, but it really is a slow, it's a slow burn and it's a lot of like time spent, you know, just doing the thing. Um, so yeah, I feel like trusting the process and uh, in music, it's like everything happens three or four times longer, like whatever you think it's gonna take time-wise like multiply it by like four mm. and that's like <laughs> at least in my experience um so that's been kind of difficult yeah. you know because we want stuff like now mm -hmm. you know what would you say you've learned so far as a father as a father i think to be really like patient and gracious and uh having like little babies are like little mirrors like they bring you you see yourself in them but they bring out like the best and the worst uh, it's like I'm a pretty like relaxed person but I have a two-year-old boy and he can get under my skin like no one else in the world uh, so I've like had to learn like to be like compassionate like even when I don't want to be uh, how do you describe his personality oh he is just the funnest kid. He's like very thoughtful, but just a complete like savage, like wild, like two year old. Uh, he's so, but but he won't like. He like knows his limits. It's crazy. Uh, I feel like when I was that little, like I would just like jump off stuff, like like a five foot wall. He'll like kind of assess and like look, is this cool? Uh, but then other times he'll just like go for it, you know. Uh, but just a really funny kid. It's funny, like a two year old the amount of like humor they can have and like the little like sarcastic like witty things like with a limited vocabulary at two they figure out uh his like catchphrase is like what is that 
like he'll like look at or like see something or hear something or even like eat something and uh like what is that what is that like very like inquisitive <laughs> so he's very curious and inquisitive and is religion still a big part of our life? Yeah, our, our faith is like a very big part of it. I feel like that's definitely a grounding aspect, I think, to hope in something like greater than yourself, you know? Mm. Um, and know like, oh, like God has a plan for my life and believing in Jesus is uh, the kind of, that's the end all be all, you know? It's like if your faith and your happiness is in that, like, I believe, like, everything else, like, uh, is aligned with what God wants, you know? So, yeah, faith is definitely, like, a big, big part of our life still. Yeah. What's the decision to not, like, become, like, a Christian singer? Uh, it's never been, like, a, even a, a, like, a thought. I feel like the, it's just limiting, not limiting, limiting, like, that sounds bad, but there's, like, a broader audience. It's, like... I want to, like, uh, connect with, like, the world and have a platform that's not just, like, an insulated, like, bubble of people who just believe what I believe, you know? Uh, I feel like you'd have, like, a bigger impact if it's uh, a broader uh, picture, you know? Is it ever conflicting? Because I've interviewed a lot of artists who are, like, Christian also to, like, your songs aren't exactly... I mean, they're praising God, but not, like, specific, like, lyrics that are. Totally, yeah. It's not like, Jesus, you're awesome. Yeah. yeah. I think whatever you're doing, it's like, do it to the best of your ability and be a good, like, steward of that, you know? So, but there's, like, lines where, like, you're not going to photograph, like, like Chippendales, guys, you know? <laughs> That'd be kind of like, I mean, maybe, I don't know. Like, <laughs> that's your thing. Uh, you know, like, I'm not writing certain kinds of songs you know um but then I don't listen to that type of like music anyways you know mm. so yeah yeah what does love mean to you uh what does love mean to me mm -hmm. it's a it's an action it's a it's an action just like it's really like serving and uh being like active like in being compassionate and caring for someone even if you don't feel like it you know our feelings are very uh, tricky and uh you can't really trust them you know it's like if you like just always follow your feelings like, what do I feel today mm -hmm. you know it's like that's gonna be kind of a a tough go I think <laughs> if you only like <laughs> chase your feelings you know? last question what do I need to be remembered for oh wow uh yeah, I want to be remembered like as a good, a good husband and a good father and a a good friend who um, really like cared and loved for the people around him and they like always showed up and was gracious and creative and uh, that's just like yeah, legacy is crazy. Like it's wild thinking like what we do, especially like when we're younger, like, how that, like, shapes and defines us. Yeah. Um, the older we get, so. Uh, yeah. Something uh, to be proud of, you know. Yeah, I love that. This is awesome. Thank yeah. you so much. Yeah, yeah of course. <laughs> Bye, guys. See ya.